Welcome. This is a drunk glee podcast, the No Directions. Um, I'm Jess. I'm Maeve. And we have a love for glee. Yeah, we do. We really um, do. We started out, uh, we moved in together over a year ago. Yep. And we both realized that we both were gleeks as a child, and we have watched many, many, many hours. Yeah. So, like, there are many times when we are just sitting and hanging out, and we realize how many hours of Glee we've watched. Yeah, and so we just we've, start laughing. Uh, we've decided to do something productive with that. Yep. So here we are. Here we are. Uh, what are you drinking, Maeve? Uh, I, well, we were drinking Pinot Noir. Yes, we, we are classy. We were drinking red wine. And then I started drinking whiskey. Yeah. And you are drinking pumpkin ale? Pumpkin ale, because it is October. Yeah, October, baby. Even though it's Halloween fall, isn't baby. happening, I'm still trying to celebrate. Yeah. Baby. Oh, 2009? Yeah, because we are 12 years later. Yeah. And uh, here we are talking about it. Yep. So uh, tell me about it. When did you... Uh, start watching what was it like entertainment weekly magazine uh which my family was subscribed to what an old phrase i was subscribed to a magazine (laughs) and then i saw that it was in like their top 10 hot list so i went on hulu because hulu had come out in 2009 whoa hulu was like new and so i went on hulu and got a trial account and then watch the first, like, four episodes without, like, telling my parents. Yeah. And then I started, like, obsessing over Glee. And my parents separately were like, hey, what is the show? <laughs> and my... Divorced parents, am I right? Yeah. Well, they... I mean, like, they don't agree on anything, but they both agreed that I shouldn't watch Glee because I was 10. True. And they were talking True. about, like, pregnancy. <laughs> So my mom watched it and was like, hey, I don't think you should watch this. Oh, my God. (laughs) And then my dad didn't know what it was, and he thought it was, like, an innocent TV show. So he was like, hey, I'm going to watch the next episode with you when it airs, because it aired on Thursday nights. It did. It did. Thursday Thursday nights. nights. So he watched an episode with me, and it just so happened to be the Power of Madonna episode. (gasps) One of the horniest episodes. Yeah, one of the horniest episodes ever that shit made me ooh, yeah like a virgin yeah i used to listen to that shit on the bus ride to school i didn't even know what a virgin was yeah and i was like why do i feel this way yeah and so he happened to watch the horniest one with me as his first episode mm. and then he was like i don't think you should watch this that's funny so My... then that was and then i watched it like again as a tween and then I was actually, fun fact, um, so, like, our elementary school yearbook had, like, the superlatives. Oh, my God. And I... No. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so I, first of all, I won for Class Clown, mm-hmm. and then I won for Biggest Gleek. No, you didn't. Because that was a category. No, you didn't. I won for oh, Biggest Gleek, but then uh, they decided to only put me in the yearbook for Class Clown. Because if I won two, that would be unfair to the other kids. Oh fuck off! <laughs> sorry, I I'm know. sorry. I have more than two layers. Yeah, sorry, I'm funny and I like Glee. <laughs> so I I would have been an award winning fan. Wow! If my elementary school wow. had honored it. My, That's my um, so my parents did watch it. They were big fans of Glee, 
And I didn't watch it for the first, like, season because, you know, I was, you know, 10. Right. And, but I would see my parents watch it. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, they're singing. That's so fun. And <laughs> <It's> like a <laughs> musical. That's so fun. And then um, I started watching it. And my, like, I, I was watching it. And, like, my parents were cool with it, whatever. And I would watch it with my dad. And then one day, middle school me was like, is high school really like this? And my parents were like, no. (laughs) Please don't get pregnant. (laughs) And they were like, high school is not like this. So they freaked out and like they would screen every episode. They would watch it before me. And then they would decide if I was allowed to watch it. And most of the time I was allowed to watch everything. They may fast forward through a few things. But the one episode they did not let me watch was the sex education one with Miss Holly Holiday. Yeah. And yeah, I never watched that. Um, until later in my life, and I was like, "Oh, you know, I I see what you were because uh, they talk about, about condoms, yeah, yeah, um, they talk about like condoms and shit like that. You know, little fourteen horny Jess coming into her prime, not really, but um, <laughs> yeah. So they, and then like I think after once I got into high school, they didn't care anymore because like I watched so much shit in right. high school that they were like, "Well, it's lost cause now." Well, by the time I had my own computer. Which was at, like, what, 14? Yeah. My parents were kind of like, we primed her as best we could. Yeah. At this point, we can't control what she consumes. We just have to hope that she consumes it responsibly. Right, right. Because, like, the internet was just a black hole. Dude, I was watching, like, so much shit on the internet as a child. I know. Oh, my God. I think about that. Like, I had unregulated access to the internet oh yeah and like Mm -hmm. my parents wouldn't go through my phone and they wouldn't go through my computer because they like trusted me which (laughs) was crazy not having your parents go through your phone what's that i know right crazy that's wild but like i i would be on the internet for at least four hours a day yeah and i would just scroll through some shit. Like, my first idea of what sex was was through fan fiction. Right, right. And One Direction fan fiction. Yeah, One Direction right? fan fiction. And, like, I didn't I didn't do anything that bad. Like, I didn't go on the dark web. I didn't, like, watch porn prematurely. But I still, like, I still, like, saw some weird shit, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, salad fingers? What oh, the fuck yeah, was that? Fucking... Anyway, so... <laughs> The point of this podcast, we're going to talk about uh, every episode. Um, we're going to get drunk. We're going to talk about it. It's going to be a fun time. Uh, we're going to talk about the best outfit of the episode. We're going to talk about the best song yep. and the most offensive thing that was said. Yeah. Because especially season one Glee. Yeah, it's really bad. Offensive as fuck. Yeah. Um, it's it's rough. It's rough. It's um, like, it's bad. Yeah. So let's start out with uh, episode one, the pilot. So, first of all, like, let's talk about their stereotypes. Yeah. Like, how they are the most, like, exaggerated form of themselves. Like, you know, Kurt and Tina and Rachel, they're all, like, Tina was, like, super goth and Kurt was super gay. Yeah. And it was just very, very intense. And, like, Will is the quirky teacher who's like oh, i'm so like scrappy also why the fuck does he teach spanish oh my god <laughs> okay so the episode starts with will schuster pulling into the parking lot yeah and 
the the first thing I noticed was that like he pulls in and he witnesses like a bunch of jocks surrounding yeah. Kurt. Yeah. And he just passes he by. He just ignores it. He just passes by and is like, oh, what's up, guys? You guys hanging out? Like, how could you not recognize that oh, that... stupid? Yeah, like, it is clearly about to be a throwdown yeah. where these guys are about to beat the shit out of Kurt because they're, like, they're surrounding him <laughs> next to a dumpster. And it's, like, these meaty jocks and this clearly gay kid. Yeah. How, also, how do you not pause and say yeah. hey i think he's gonna get beat up yeah also finn the sweet boy he is holds yeah. kurt's jacket for him I know. before he gets thrown into a dumpster yeah that's what a boy um that's like i just i've i feel like anyone could recognize that that is like a clear instance of just straight up bullying yeah but mr shoe's like no. yep and then he gets i thrown don't see in... it i'm blind oh and then he goes wait and he... Oh, he hands his jacket to Finn. And Finn, the sweet boy he is, holds it for him and then throws him in the dumpster. Yeah. Ugh. Also, the cheerleaders. Yeah. I... Okay. I... Miss Quinn Fabray. Yeah. I love that the episode starts with a uh, Cheerios routine. Yeah. And also, also, the foreshadowing of the beginning. Because they start... With a Cheerios routine um, to the song, Set Me Free, Why Don't You Baby? Which yeah. Quinn sings later in the season. Oh, she does! Did you, like, oh I, my god. I noticed the, the second it started, I was like, holy shit, they're like foreshadowing Quinn. The writing is yeah. immaculate. They're foreshadowing <laughs> Quinn through this first number. Yeah. Which I was, I was, I mean, the writing for Glee is good. Well, it is, because Ryan Murphy... Yeah. He just... Ryan Murphy doesn't fuck around. He's just... Yeah. Also, why is it that in the first five minutes of the first Glee episode, they talk about child molestation and weed? Yeah. <laughs> this is 2008. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty... Like, what? It's insane. It's... What's his face, like, fucking, like, seals Sandy. up on this kid? Sandy Ryerson. Oh my God. Well, okay. Here's because he thing. gets fired. He does, and that's how Mr. Shu becomes the yeah. coach of the New Directions. But like, also, it it is made out to be that Rachel like frames him and gets him fired out of her own volition. But she's not wrong. Yeah. Like he legitimately touches a kid. Yeah. Like and, what the fuck? Like she's not she's not wrong for reporting him. Yeah. Cause he's fucking creepy. Yeah. Like he's like stroking his abs. <laughs> like it's not. Oh my. It's God. really not cool that he does that. Yeah. So she's kind of right to be like, hey, this is kind of fucked. Yeah. He shouldn't be a teacher. Yeah. And it makes sense that he gets fired. Yeah. And then he sells weed to children. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. And it's so, like, the, the the teacher culture that bleeds through this entire episode is so crazy. 
Yeah. Like they're like the teacher's lounge and like the coffee machine being broken and they're all like, eh, there's no coffee yeah. in the teacher's lounge. I'm so pissed. <laughs> I can't have my coffee in the I'm morning. So sad. And I just like I really want to Emma's bangs. Can we talk about Emma's hair in season one? Yeah. Oh, it's so unfortunate. Well, okay, so it's it's not that bad. And then it gets, like, really bad. Yeah, like, the little swoop in her bangs. Well, here it's, like, I don't think it's that terrible. Right now, I don't think it's that bad. It's very 2008. Very, like, swoopy bang. Well, she has, like, the swoopy bang, and then she gets, like, it. it's, it's a swoopy bang uh, along with, like, it kind of is swooped in near her chin. Yeah. So it kind of frames her face. Yeah. But then she evolves to the hairstyle where it's, like, swoopy bangs and, like, the weird curly thing at the yeah, bottom yeah is just like what is going on there yeah and like her her outfit is just so she looks exactly like if you were to if someone who did who had never been to a school was like how do you dress a teacher they would dress her like that yeah like a cardigan yeah. a button-up shirt and like a necklace that's exactly, she just looks like such a teacher, it's crazy. Yeah. But she's a guidance counselor. I know. Which is just insane. Well, she's the, she's the sensitive one. I guess you, your job is what you... Yeah, what you, like... Experience in yeah, life. Yeah, and she definitely needs some counseling. She needs some counseling. For sure. And yes. I love, I love that Jane Lynch's hair in the pilot is so, like, feathered. Oh, yeah. Um... She, Season one, Sue cannot be beat. I know. It's Season just one, so, so funny. funny. Like, her lines are just insane. Also, um, when they're in this little teacher's lounge interaction, Sue says that she likes her lattes piping hot. And I wrote down, Sue likes burned milk, LOL. <laughs> um, for the people at home that don't know, we are both baristas. Yeah. And we that's how we met. Um, is that a barista job? I'm still currently a barista. Um, Maeve is a server. Mm-hmm. She has left the barista practice. I have. But it, that kind of makes us... That's This is so dumb. But it just pisses me off. Because I'm like, you just like burnt milk. I know. Because she's like, I like my lattes scalding hot. And I'm like, oh, so you like burnt milk. Yeah. like Because like you should be able to drink a latte without saying ouch. Yeah. You know? It should be tasty. It should be immediately drinkable. Yeah. But I, mean, but I guess not for not Sue for Sue. Sylvester. Sue likes pain. Also, she says that she's like having an interview through her phone, and she says iPhone specifically, which made me laugh because in two thousand nine that was like an iPhone three GS or whatever. Right, 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 right. Which just is like wow. Wait, 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 wait. Is this two thousand nine or two thousand eight? I've been 2009. saying two thousand eight. Nine. Let's fact check. Shall uh, we? well, I. Well, so they reference a recession, so it might be 2008. I'm pretty sure. 2009. May 18th, 2009. <gasps> wow. Never mind. Well, they filmed it and wrote it in 2008, probably. That's true. That's true. So, like, they are talking about the time as if it is 2008. Oh, my God. The fucking principal. Yeah. He's just insane. Oh, and then... And Will is in... So, Will goes to a meeting with Principal Figgins to talk about bringing the Glee Cub back. And he says verbatim, make Glee Club great again. Oop. <laughs> Which, like, 
I don't want to talk about it because that's not the place. But this it's is just, not the place. Just that word. It's just funny. It's yeah, funny. That like that that vocabulary just instantly made my brain want to barf. Yeah. But uh, go out and vote. Yeah, go out and vote. Go out and vote. Do it. Uh, yeah, fuck that. Fuck <laughs> Trump. Anyway, um, yes. Also, Figgins wasn't like. I think the writing was supposed to make Figgins look like a victim. Yeah. Or, like, not a victim, but it was supposed to make Figgins look like the bad guy in this situation by asking Will to pay for the club. Yeah. But he's not wrong. Yeah. Because, like, they were in the middle of the worst economic downturn of all time. Yeah. So. Mm, Good old 2009. Yeah. The fact that Will Schuster is like, wait, I have to pay for the Glee Club? Like, of course you do. Yeah. Because everyone's fucking broke. Yeah. It's a public school. You have to pay for everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. fucking dude. Yeah. All right, let's go on to the auditions. Oh, my God. Mercedes, Kurt, uh, Artie. Oh! Rachel. Yeah. Um, Mercedes. I'm sorry, but Mercedes has slept on in the first season. Well, actually. She's amazing. This is my favorite outfit of the episode. Oh, is really? Mercedes audition outfit. No, 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 no. I don't agree. Well, I... Well, the it's... best outfit of this episode is later on with Carol in her denim outfit. I... Well, I'm saying this... This is... It's my opinion. <laughs> but I'm saying that this is my favorite because it's the beginning of them doing Amber Riley so dirty. Oh, yeah. In the show. Because they really do. they, like... They... Give her the shittiest outfits, yeah, of all time. <laughs> like, well, they make everyone look like their stereotype, right? Which and, is insane. And like, they especially do her dirty because, like, she's not skinny as a twig like the yeah. rest of the cast. Yeah, and they don't put her in any flattering clothing. Yeah, they don't put her in anything that like fits her well. Yeah, it's all just like shiny glittery stereotypical it's awful outfits and it's so bad Mm -hmm. it is and like right now she's wearing like a a beret a locket necklace a t-shirt that looks like it's a fence which is it looks like it's from justice yeah it's like a chain link fence shirt which is what (laughs) and then she's wearing a a metallic bomber jacket that's like a gold bomber jacket with low rise dark jeans no not the rope and the low rise and like knee high boots and i marked it as my favorite because it's just the tip of the iceberg of her being dressed so poorly they really do her dirty yeah they really do i was about to put kurt's audition outfit as my favorite just because of the sunglasses shirt i'm sorry but kurt is a bad singer in season one. I'm sorry. I'm like, well, where are his teeth? Where are they? Actually, no, no. Do you see his teeth in this episode? What? Yeah. That's crazy. I noted this. I noted, oh my God, Chris Colfer's teeth. Because this is one of the only times you see his teeth. Look, 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 look. You can see his teeth. Oh my God. You can see his teeth in the pilot. But they'll never be seen again. Never again. For the rest of the show. Yep. You can never see them. And then... Also... Oh, fuck, Tina. Dude, okay. Our least favorite character, Our Tina. least favorite character, but also the the fact that she signs her name with the stutter is... Oh, so, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, she writes four T's and then I-N-A. 
Which is so funny. That is so terrible. So she also, was, can we talk about how racist? Yeah. The two Asian characters both have the last name Chang. Chang. Mike Chang and, and Tina, Tina Cohen, Cohen Chang. Chang. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Ryan Murphy, explain yourself. Yeah, Ryan Murphy, hit us That's up. garbage. But, like, the fact that she writes her name with a stutter, her fake stutter, yeah. is insane. I do love goth Tina, though. Yeah. I love a goth girl. I mean, like, it's it's Tina at her best. But I want to know, like... Why did she... I genuinely forget why she faked the stutter. She was just insecure. And she wanted something that, like, made her... Made her quirky? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Quirky. Like, faking a stutter? Also, if I had known Tina in high school... I would have hated her. And I would have immediately (laughs) been like, that stutter is fake as fuck. Well, yeah. Yeah. Because... Actually, I was pretty dumb in high school. I don't think I would have noticed... I, I would know. just I would have been like okay. <laughs> and the yeah. fact that she faked it to be like I'm quirky and fun is crazy. Yeah. Ugh. It's pretty awful. Oh, Rachel's audition. And then what Rachel is she saying? She, she sings, sings she sings on, on my, my own, own from Les Mis. Ugh, a classic. The classic sad girl. Also I love song. Okay, okay. So Rachel puts a star next to her name which uh, is it's like awful. fucking crazy. But also on Tina's audition sign she scribbles in the point on the exclamation point and i think that's like a stutter thing too is her like messily putting in the exclamation point girl your stutter does not affect how you write (laughs) that is not how it works at least i don't think so i mean we are not the experts that's true but i don't know just so it's so It's awful. so funny that she's faking it down to her handwriting. Yeah. And then Rachel puts... It's she, so stupid. The fucking gold star is so stupid. So does she, like, does she carry around just a sticker pad of gold stars with her all the time? Oh, my God. She must. Because, like, you have... <laughs> if she goes into class and has to take a test, when she writes her name on the test, she puts a gold star. Oh, my God. If I were that teacher, I'd be like, shut the fuck up. Do you think on, like, the inside pocket of her jean jacket, she has just, like, a fucking slip of oh gold my star God. stickers? Because, I mean, if that's how she signs her name, she's gotta. I would literally hate her. If oh, I yeah. were in high school with her, I would hate her. Yeah. She would be... My the- goth little self would have been like, what the fuck is this bitch? Rachel Berry would have been the one who, in the middle of class, would raise her hand and be like, did you check over the homework? Oh, do you want to know something funny? Yes. When I loved Glee in my prime in middle school, my mom suggested I have a Glee birthday party. Really? Yeah. And we would all come. Ew, I hate this. (laughs) We would all come dressed up as our favorite character. And I was like, mom, like, what do you think? Who do you think I would be? And my mom was like, Rachel Berry. And I was like, no. I am, but I totally was Rachel Berry at that time. But I was also goth, so I feel like I should have been yeah, Tina. Yeah, you should have been Tina. Yeah. But also you weren't faking a stutter, That's so. true. I was uh, definitely not faking mental illness, so. Yeah, but like <laughs> Rachel Berry definitely would have asked about the homework. She definitely would have like told on someone if they smoked weed in oh in like God. the baseball dugout or something yeah yeah she would on be the band trip yeah, smoking she, weed oh she would dude she would be the rat on the band trips smoking weed on the catwalk in the theater yeah she would yeah. be the fucking rat yeah fuck that 
<laughs> oh, and Glee fun fact number one. All the slushies are real. I heard that. They're all actual yeah. slushies with ice. Yeah. That's crazy. So all of their, like, Should reactions... we slushy each other? Yeah. That'd just be to fun. feel it? Yeah. Well, because <laughs> I bet it is really, like, awful. Yeah. It's probably terrible. And I... Also, I would just like to say, in the first, like, few scenes, we see a picture of her gay dads, Rachel's, Rachel Berry's gay dads. Right. But they're different than who they are in the later seasons. Well, they're different as in different races. Yeah. Because, like, in season one, episode one, there's a picture of her dads, and one of them is black. Yeah. And then when her dads get introduced in the show... They're both white. Yeah, it's, like, Jeff Goldblum (laughs) and another white guy. Like, what the fuck? Which is very funny. (laughs) Yeah, it's very funny. Uh, But, like, the, the slushies... I don't know where they got that inspiration from. Yeah, isn't that weird? Because how do you, like, none of that, none of that shit happened in my high school. Yeah. Like, nothing even close to that. Yeah. I think. No, that's not how high school is like. No. That's why my parents were freaked out when I said, is Is that what what high high school's school's like? Like, Like, no, it's not. It's really not. Well, I just. Oh my God, I love how um, Rachel posts on MySpace every day. MySpace? Yeah. That's so funny. Well, she has, like, this idea that being anonymous... Is worse, worse than, than being, being poor. poor. I wrote that down, yeah, too. Yeah, uh, being anonymous is worse than being poor. Yeah. That is... Oh. <laughs> this is... And they wrote this in the middle of a recession. Yeah. Like, girl, <laughs> what? Uh, also, I just... I can't imagine posting shit online... For everyone to see and then fast forward five years later and being like, oh, fuck, that's really embarrassing. Yeah. Because, like, thank God I didn't post anything on the internet when I was in middle or high school. Oh, I did. Like, did you ever post, was it ever a thing at your high school to post pictures of your eyes? Like no, I color. Dude, I literally didn't that do used, anything. That shit was at my school. You would post, like, a really close-up picture of your eyeball. <laughs> like, it was fucking wild. Like everyone did that at my school. I, was that just a was that just a me thing? I I didn't get a Facebook because in my head I thought in 10 years I'm going to regret what I post on Facebook now. You as a 10-year-old child yeah. thought that? I was like, "Oh, if I have a Facebook now, I'm going to regret what I post when I'm in my 20s." So I never I didn't get a Facebook until I was like 17 i do get those like facebook memories and i delete most of them right because it's embarrassing yeah Yeah, because i was fucking stupid yeah because you were like 14 or 15 yeah and you were posting like dumb shit and now it's all coming back i was literally posting about my relationship at the time yeah like what the fuck and that relationship is dead well once i dead when i when we first moved in i looked at your facebook and i no, you didn't yeah i went yeah, oh I God. went. I, yeah, I went all the way back. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. I mean, oh not like I didn't like scroll through your feed, but I went back on like your uh, profile pictures. I'm so embarrassed. And there are like, there were still some profile pictures from like 2013 or 14. Oh my god! And that's what I was nervous about: is posting something from 2013 and then regretting it in 2017. Uh. So I didn't get a Facebook until 2015. Oh my god! What was I even posting about? oh we're gonna bleep out his name we're gonna bleep out his name but like you were posting about your boyfriend 
<laughs> Ooh, yikes. <laughs> anyway, back to Glee. <laughs> yeah, but, like, she's posting on MySpace, and I can't imagine her in, like, six years being like, right. oh, boy, I posted that video of me when I yeah. was 14 or 15. Oh, yikes. God. And she and Rachel was out here posting on my own. Yeah. On my space. Oh, God. Yeah. Let's move to the first song they ever sang, Sit Down, You're Walking the Boat. Oh, Jesus How Christ. ironic it is with fucking Artie in his wheelchair. Well, I just want to know where Artie's audition was. Because he doesn't have an audition. Oh, really? Yeah, because we, we see Mercedes, we see Kurt, we see Rachel, we see Tina, but we don't see Artie's audition. Huh. That's really weird. Well, I guess he automatically got in because <laughs> they wanted to be inclusive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Bruh. Oh, my God. Can we talk about Rachel's line where she says there's nothing ironic about show choir? Yeah. Well, so they, they rehearse Sit Down, You're Rocking the Boat, and it's bad. Because, like, it's a bad song. It really is. Like, Will Schuster picked a bad song. So that's why it's bad. He predetermined it Because he lives terrible. in the past. Right. And so Rachel was like, so they said that it was bad. And then someone says, like, isn't it ironic you're giving the solo to a boy in a wheelchair? And then Rachel says, there's nothing ironic about show choir and storms out. And it's like, dude, how can, like, how can you take something so fucking seriously? I know. In high school. Yeah. Did you ever have people in um, high school that like, really wanted to, like, live out Glee in the real world, and they were, like... No. I had this one friend. She was in choir. She was also in orchestra with me. Oh. And she, like, wanted to audition for show choir so bad she wanted it to be, like, Glee. And, like, I... So I went to the first audition. Yeah. To, like, learn, like, the dance, and then the next day you would, like, audition with it. And I never went the second day, because I was like, fuck that. Yeah, but she stupid. definitely did, and, like, she got in. She did, like, good... She was a very good singer. She okay. was really good. But she, like... <laughs> I would watch them perform, and they would just, like, do this show choir shit and try really hard e. to be, like, glee. And I was like, oh my oh, god. Yikes. Like, it was so cringy yeah i could never even sing so i didn't even entertain the idea yeah like i well i mean i couldn't sing but like i was in my middle school playing whoa i had a solo whoa but I mean. well i feel like you can like musical singing is different from actual singing right because musical singing you could be like i'm going to the store and like you don't actually have to hit a note but if you just kind of have to like speak it with enthusiasm right you have to speak it with rhythm and be like i'm going to the store to get money to get some milk and like that's a musical but you don't have to like belt a note yeah that's true i did i mean in my solo i was in annie whoa i know and i was because i was (laughs) Because I was so tall, I was like the lead, I was the oldest orphan who, in my, <laughs> bro, <laughs> in my character was like about to be 18, so I would leave the orphanage. Whoa. Yeah, because no one fucking wanted to adopt me because I was too old. That sucks. Yeah, and so like that was my, <laughs> that was my character, and I was like old and like i'm about to leave this place because i'm I know, 18 yeah i know so much more than you young orphans uh, I mean, yeah gross <laughs> <laughs> that's so 
God, that's so ridiculous. Yeah. I'm so much older than you fucking children. <laughs> also, I, it amazes me how often they call Artie a cripple. Oh! Like, Jesus dude. Christ. Oh, my God. It is nuts. Yeah. So, Sue okay. calls Artie a cripple so many times. Yeah. And so, okay, so Rachel, I... There are a lot of things about Rachel Berry that upset me but especially in the pilot she talks back to adults oh yeah so many times oh yeah and like if i if i ever talk back to a teacher the way rachel berry does i would have been fucking clapped i would have been murdered yeah i would have but my parents would have been called yes my parents would have been called and my parents would have been furious Mm mm-hmm Cause, uh, like I, uh, yeah. Cause yeah. my, my mom, for those who don't know, is a teacher. Right. Right. And if I ever, if I ever got any sort of note that was like Maeve was disrespectful to a teacher. Right. Holy moly. I would have been in so much trouble. Yeah. It would have been so bad. Yeah. And so Rachel Berry, like deliberately talking back to Mr. Schuster and like cutting him off and interrupting him. Where the fuck does she get off? Where is your respect? Yeah. Like, and and just just the action of her storming out of the classroom. Well, she's an only child. Oh. That's the thing. She's an only child. Yeah. She, she radiates only child energy so much. Yeah. And, like, even if someone isn't an only child, if they are, like, talented, or if they're as talented as Rachel Berry is, there's... There's some part of them that's, like, fucking annoying. Oh, yeah. And so the fact that she's an only child and she's that talented, yeah. it just combines to create this, like, fuckery. Awful human being. <laughs> an creates, awful human being. It creates this, like, fuckery of a person that's just insufferable. And, like, this... She m- has that... She also has the energy of, like, a middle child. Hey. <laughs> oh, which you are. Yeah. <laughs> shut the... Shut up! I know, I know that middle children act out because they want attention, but shut up. <laughs> also, this moment with her on the bleachers with Mr. Shu. Oh, yeah, it's kind of weird. It's so weird because she's like, she... I'm going to be better than this. Yeah, I'm going to be better than this. I can't do this glee cup if it's not going to, like, make Benefit me a star. Me. Like, and she, she says... I'm like, girl, you're 16. Yeah, she says, I can't waste my time with Glee. Like, dude, it's been one practice. Yeah. It's been one And rehearsal. you're a sophomore in high school. Oh, Sullivan agrees. Sullivan agrees. Oh, I think he, Sullivan wants to leave. Sullivan, I'll let you out. Sullivan. I'll let you out, bud. But she's like, I can't waste my time with Glee. Oh. And it hasn't even Sullivan. been... Sullivan, do you want to leave? He does not. Sullivan... Oh. oh, baby, come on. Come on. Come on, I know you want to leave. Taste the fresh air. There you go, bud. There you go. There you go, bud. Go, Shadavin. Go, Shadavin. And she is like, I... She says, like, I'm a sophomore, but I can feel the clock ticking away. Girl. Like, dude, you're Girl. 15 years old. Calm the fuck down. You have so much left to do. I know. Like, you have so much left to do in high school. Like, I didn't do fun shit in high school until junior and senior year. I didn't do anything until the latter half of senior year. Right. Yeah. Like, high school, I I had a fine time in high school. It yeah. Was, it, was, it was okay. 
And I did some fun shit in theater, but yeah. I didn't do like debaucherous teen stuff. Like it wasn't like I'm finding myself and I'm becoming right. a star. Yeah. Like what? I was like, I barely had a brain. Yeah. All I was doing was going to photography class and playing a cello. That's all I was doing. Yeah. And I the, didn't know anything. The only fun stuff I did in high school was when I was when my friends could drive and could give me rides. Mm. And then. Ooh, you were the kid that, like, mooched off rides. Absolutely. I was the one that drove everyone around. Well, because I, fun fact, I still don't have a license to those listening. (laughs) And I drive you around. Right. And, like, I. Rip Mazda. Yeah. I I didn't do, I didn't do anything fun until my friends could drive, which was, like, junior year. Right. So I only went to parties late in the game. Mm Mm-hmm. So when she's like, I feel the clock ticking away, I'm like, dude, you still have so much time to do fun shit. I know. It's going to be okay. And I still feel the same way today. Yeah. I'm only 21. I have so much left, but I'm like, the clock is ticking. Yeah. And I'm like, what? The passage of time is so scary. (laughs) Yeah. And and she's like, she's worrying about being 15. And I'm like, dude, what? Yeah. All right. Can we talk about the, the weed in this episode? Yeah. The drugs? Like, fucking Sandy is selling weed to children in high school. Yeah, it's... And then Will Schuster uses it to blackmail Finn into the Glee Club. Yeah. He also sits there and listens to Finn singing while he's in the shower. That's weird. It's... It makes me uncomfortable. It does make me uncomfortable. Also, I wrote down in my notes, I said Will Schuster should smoke some weed. Because then maybe he wouldn't be so uptight. Well, he should smoke some weed, and uh, he's so stressed in this. Oh, boy. I don't know. Oh, no, it is. The the line that I put down as my most offensive line was when Will is meeting with Figgins after his heart-to-heart with Rachel on the bleachers. And he's, like, talking about keeping the Glee Club alive. And Figgins says... You have five kids. One of them is crippled. As if... (laughs) Dude. Like, as if it's like a... A reason to shut the Glee Club down. That someone in Glee Club is in a wheelchair. Is fucking crazy. So I put that down as my most offensive. Because like, holy shit. I think I just... Like, just him being called a cripple is offensive. Yeah. Like, that's rough. Like, also, they just call him a cripple throughout the whole fucking thing. Yep. Throughout the whole first season. Like, that's crazy. That also, I love how Ken Tanaka is high as shit throughout this whole thing. Yeah. Like, he's the main person that buys weed from Sandy, which is so funny. Um, well, because, like, the Terry is working at... Sheets and sheets things. Sheets and things. And so Terry is working part-time... And she thinks her life is so hard. Girl. And have you ever worked an 80 hour week? Yeah, right. Because I have. Yeah. And like (laughs) she, when Will brings her a sandwich, which is a nice gesture, she fucking roasts him immediately. Yeah. And is like, why did you put mayo on it? I'm trying to get pregnant. (laughs) And then she's like, I work 40 hours a week. I'm, uh, no, she, she says, I work 20 hours a week and I'm so tired. And I'm like, dude, what? I work like 45 to 50 hours a week yeah like shut the fuck up like Terry shut Easter. up and she's like i'm on my feet for 20 hours a week uh, that's below normal dude yeah that's and she barely part-time yeah she gets so pissed 
about Will bringing her a sandwich with mayo. It's just, it's, it's insane. And then Howard Bamboo comes back with a sheet that has pee on it. Yeah. And she's like, do you see what I have to deal with here? Oh, no. Like, I have to deal with so much crazy stuff. Like, I have to deal with people fucking hating me. Yeah. Because I'm in customer service. And meanwhile, Will Schuster has to deal with pregnant teens. Yeah. Like. Well, we don't know that she's pregnant yet. Well, that's true. But, um, I love how Mr. Shu blackmails Finn into joining the Glee Club because he's like, right. you're ruining your life with weed. Yeah, with weed. With weed. With weed. Girl. Yeah. Like, it's not that deep. Weed it really, is fine. It really isn't. Like, there it's was. literally safer than alcohol. Yeah. The weed culture in my high school was insane. Yeah. Because, like, we had open lunch and people would leave, people would leave my high school and go to the surrounding wooded areas mm-hmm. and smoke and then come back yeah. for the rest of the school day. Yep. And, like, people would smoke at the beginning of the day before coming in for the mm-hmm. first period. Yeah. And in the middle of my tech class... I witnessed a drug deal, which was someone threw a bundle of money across the room and then someone threw a brown bag of weed back across the room to them. Oh. I don't even think people really gave a fuck. I never smoked weed in high school. That's a lie. I did smoke weed weed in high school. Sorry, mom and dad. Um, Sorry. Well, no, I didn't smoke it. I ate it. I ate weed. Oh, in high you school. ate, yeah. You yes. ate a whole bud. I did. I ate a whole. I just snapped on that. I threw yeah, that in my mouth. I snacked on a bud. I was like, well, look at this. Look at this. I Tasty. Have, I have to pee. Oh, my God. Uh, I also kind of have to pee. I know. Pee break. Pee, pee, pee break. Pee break. We're not going to stop recording because I don't want to restart it. And we're back. We're back. Jess is back in the room. Uh, Come for my pee break. Oh, so we were talking about Will Schuster framing Finn Finn for weed. For weed. Which is so weird for 2009. Right. Um, He said, you're going to throw your life away with weed. With weed. Dude. You know, I think I'm doing pretty well for someone who smokes weed. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not throwing my my life away. Just Will Schuster going to the football team. To try to recruit them for a glee club is cringy. Oh, yeah. Like, before he even frames Finn, it's <laughs> so uncomfortable. When Puck is like, yeah, I can sing, and then he farts. Yeah, that's some comedy. That's so funny. And throughout the... He's, ha- like, he's having a conversation with Sue, and she's, like, explaining how high school is. She's like, people... Like, the, the cool kids are in the penthouse. Yeah. And, like, the... Regular kids are in the middle and, like, the Glee Club kids are in the basement. And they're like, and she's like, this is just how high school is. And I'm like, it's not that deep. It's really not. It's oh, really like, not that deep. I mean, each high school is different. But my high school was so big that people didn't give a shit about what anyone else oh, was yeah. doing. Oh, yeah. No one cared. Like, there were so many people. There were over s- almost 600 kids in my graduating class. Mm-hmm. And there were so many people that, like, everyone kind of did their own thing. Yeah. And people really did not give a shit. It's just funny how TV portrays high school. Yes, it's so funny. It's so funny. And, like, that might be how high school was if your class was really small or if you were in, like, a more rural area or if you were in, like, a different part of... I Like, if if you were in a different high school, it might be... Well, that's why, else. that's why my parents were so freaked out when I was, like, 
is this how high school really is? Because it's not. It's really not. It's really not. No. It's um, like, it's really, I think the stereotypes of high school are absolutely not what it actually is. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's move on to the first Glee rehearsal where they sing, um, you're the one that I want from Glee. Oh, yeah. Um, in my notes, I say Rachel is wet as fuck. Which is funny. Right. Um, and she almost, she rolls Artie off the stage. Oh my god, okay, well I, <laughs> I put part one of Artie being pushed. Because yeah. that is a theme in yeah, this fucking show. Yeah, they just show. push him off the stage. Artie just gets thrown. He just gets yeeted off the stage. Yeah, he gets thrown all over the place. Yeah. And, like, what the fuck mm-hmm. is, like, Rachel, okay, I don't. I don't really like Rachel that much. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she sucks. She sucks, but I really honor her boldness. Oh, yeah. I would never do that. I would never do that. Like, yeah. I, if I had a crush on someone in high school, they would never know. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I, if I went up to every person I had a crush on in high school and told them I had a crush on them, they'd probably be like, what? Yeah. Because, like, I would never, ever show it. Yeah. But Rachel is... Like, waltzing up to Finn. She's pushing boys in wheelchairs out of the way. Yeah, she doesn't give a fuck. She doesn't give a shit. She fucking goes for it. Yeah, which is crazy. Like, when I was in high school, I didn't, like, do that shit. No. I don't even know. I don't even remember how my boyfriend in high school and I got together. Because I know I didn't do anything. I was just, like, I don't even know. Like, I definitely didn't, like, show anything. I was like, nah, that's scary. I never... I didn't do anything. Like, yeah. I never did anything ever. I, like, like, yeah, I really didn't. I had a lot of crushes, but I never, like, I never tried to flirt with anyone. Because mm-hmm. I didn't even know how to. I was like, yeah. what? And Rachel What do you just, mean like, flirting? Rachel just, like, full on just, like, sings to Finn. Yeah. And is, like, super, like, cringy and, like, just, she just doesn't care. And in You're the One That I Want, she, like, grabs his hand and, like, yeah. pulls him. They, like, do a whole dance and yeah. she's the one leading. Yeah. Like, dude, I might hate Rachel Berry, but holy moly, she's bold. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah, good for her. That's fucking nuts. Can we talk about how Terry and Will just talk about high school? They're like, that was the prime and they oh, were like, God. they talk about how like, well, high school is over. It's not like that anymore. I'm like, you're 40. You're like early 30s to 40 years old. Yeah. And you still care about high school. Well, because they're like, they're, they're in their craft room. Yeah. Because Terry's like, this isn't high school anymore, Will. And I'm like, uh, you're 35. Yeah, what the fuck? You are 35 and you still care about high school. I'm 21 and I don't give a shit about high school right. anymore. And they're, they're like. They're talking about um, finances because he's like, why do you have a Pottery Barn gift card? Yeah. and Or no, Pottery Barn credit card. And she gets so upset because she's like, it's not bad to want things. But Will's right. He shouldn't be spending like hundreds of dollars yeah. on Pottery Barn shit. Yeah. And then she talks about like how they're not, they're not how they were in high school. Yeah. Which is so crazy. Yeah, of course you're not. Yeah, no one is like how they are in high school. Yeah, like that's insane. Everyone changes, which is just, it's so crazy that like they are, they're each other's for, like first boyfriend, first girlfriend, first anything. And then they got fucking 
married. Imagine being, imagine only sleeping with one person. Dude. You sleep with the same person that you met in high school. And you get married to them. That's crazy. That's like, well, because they talk about it when they see vocal adrenaline. Yeah. And Emma is like, was it love at first sight? And Will says, for me, it was. Yeah. And I'm like, In high school when you were 17? Like, are you fucking kidding me? It's so, it's just insane how TV does that. Yeah. How they like make high school this like pedestal of like perfection and like peak. And I'm like, no. No. Like, if you peak in high school, that's so sad. Yeah, that's depressing. It's so sad. If your prime was high school, like, I'm so sorry. Like, that sucks. That really sucks. Yeah. And, like, I'm not trying to throw shade at people who married their high school sweetheart. If that's how it worked out. That's how it works out. Then that's how it works out. Cool. If you really love them, But couldn't be me. Yeah, but that could not fucking be me. Mm -hmm. Because most of the people I had crushes on in high school, I'm like, wow, look at those dipshits. Yeah. And, uh, like, seeing them do whatever they do now, I'm like, yikes, glad I didn't date them. Wow, you're really calling me out. I mean, (laughs) but, but, like... (laughs) Now you realize, like, wow, I'm glad I didn't do that. Yeah, I'm glad right? I didn't marry my high school sweetheart. So Ooh, yikes. I'm, like, kind of calling you out. But yeah. also, like, you probably look back and think, glad I dodged that bullet. That would have been Fucking terrible. bad. That would have been awful. Yeah, that would have been... If I had married him. Anyway. Yeah, Jesus Christ. And, and, like, imagine teaching... Imagine teaching at the high school that you went to. Because that's Will Schuster's life. Oh he teaches Spanish at the high school that he went, went to. to. Why the fuck does he teach Spanish? Well, <laughs> I will never get over that. The the One of the first scenes is him, like, butchering the fuck out of basic Spanish. Yeah. And it makes me laugh so hard. It's so funny. It's amazing. It's like the whitest person of all time yeah. teaching Spanish. Which, I mean, I guess for, like suburban ohio that's probably the best that they could get for a spanish teacher yeah like there probably wasn't a great pick yeah but it's just hilarious yeah it really is like he should be teaching like history or some shit actually no he's not fun enough to be a history teacher he'd be an english teacher english teachers are cool though but he he's the type of guy who's like guys i'm like the cool teacher but he's not actually cool yeah he just like wears a vests but, like, a vest, English, English teachers, like, they rock, though. Definitely not a history teacher, because history teachers are too cool. Yeah, they're the coolest people in the yeah. world. Yeah. Shout out to all my high school history teachers. Everyone yeah. is cool. Yeah. Like, my... My history teachers are pretty cool. My AP Gov, AP Worlds, like, everyone is cool. <laughs> yeah. Y'all are great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my people were the music teachers right like how mr well mr shoe yes he's a well because there's like there's the there's the teachers who are art teachers and music teachers well was is glee club a class or an extracurricular activity it's an extra because it's a club after school they meet after school okay yeah because i like i have struggled with that (laughs) through watching so many episodes you've struggled with it well because like because because like the big dilemma in season one is football versus glee. Right. And they talk about football and glee club being at like the same time. And that, 
But Do you want to be the football player or in the glee, in the glee club? club? But then they like the they they enter the glee club room as the bell rings. Mm-hmm. So then a part of me is like, is this a fucking class? No, it's the- after school. It's one hundred percent after school because okay. football practice would be after school. Okay. Yeah. I just I didn't know because there are hints of it being like both situations yeah it's yeah it's very confusing it's very yeah it doesn't make any sense well also they always say like glee club practice is at 3 p.m which is usually after school right yeah also like in in the beginning of the episode there is a clock that says like three o'clock yeah and then the bell rings which means the end of school mm-hmm. imagine ending school that late <laughs> i ended school at 210 um i ended school at 205 2.05? When did you start? Like 7.30? 7.20. And then two years, two years into my high school career, we switched to later. So I think we got out at like 2.55. Right. And we started at like 8. But I preferred starting earlier because yeah. I got out earlier. I, I loved it when we got out at 2.05. It was great. I think we started at... Well, we did the same thing. We, start at, we started earlier and then like sophomore junior year we switch times Mm -hmm. so i think we used to end at 210 and then by the time i was a senior we ended at like 240 Mm. or like 250 or something yeah but i i also preferred ending earlier yeah can we talk about uh quinn's first like real scene in glee and she prays while they're making out well, she like pauses while they're making out and she's like let's pray well fun glee fun fact number two <laughs> is that diana agron who is quinn right she was cast the day before they started filming no they didn't yeah she was cast as quinn the day before they started and her first scene was the scene making out with finn Whoa. yeah and apparently she was, like, super nervous and she had to restart Aww. a bunch of times. Because, like, imagine auditioning for something, getting cast instantly, and then instantly started, like, starting to film. And your first thing is making out with someone? Yeah. I get nervous if I have to give someone. Yeah. Like. Without a camera. <sighs> and so yes. that was, like, that scene where she's making out with Finn is her first scene ever. Yeah. Yeah, that's Which crazy. is, like, fucking nuts. And she... Is the cheerleader and the captain of the celibacy club, which is like also one of her first interactions with Rachel. She calls her RuPaul, which is just so funny. It's like, oh my god, she's just yeah, yeah. And um, another one where Puck is making fun of Artie, and he's like, well, he's already in a wheelchair. Oh. There's just so many cripple jokes. There, It's so bad. And also, like, I mean, not totally related, but everyone kind of triggering or making fun of Emma's OCD. Oh, like, when, so when, when she rejects Ken Tanaka and he licks his hand and puts <gasps> it on her car. Oh, my God. I'm like, dude. It's so bad. It's so fucking bad. Like, don't do that. <laughs> Yeah, it's so, it's so awful. Also, like, he never takes no for an answer. It's really creepy. It's really weird. It's really weird. Like, he he asks her out two or three times just within (sighs) the first two episodes. Men are so scary. And 
when she says no, he like fucking ruins the handle of her car that she was just polishing. Like, yeah. dude, what the hell? That's so garbage. It's so bad. And he's so gross. Yeah, he's really gross. And when he's like hanging out with Will, he's like, oh, put in a good word with me or put in a good word like with Emma. Yeah. So that I can like try to get in there. It's like, oh, it's really, really, that sucks. really, really gross. Also, we end out the episode with Finn. The first time we see him on the drum. Finn on the drums. Gets me every time. Ow. <laughs> it's just... It's so much. Ouch. God. My throat hurts. That really hurt me. What did... Did you just, like... I just take a shot. Oh. <laughs> without a chaser. Ow. Woo! I Ouch. thought you were talking about Finn on the drums. Oh! Well, I mean, yeah. But before that... We have to reel it way back because we haven't even talked about the first appearance of Vocal Adrenaline. Oh my God. How could I? Well, first of all, they go to this competition. Jesse St. James isn't even in it. I know. Well, they go to this competition and it's like the first evidence of Will and Emma blatantly flirting. Oh yeah. Because they share the peanut butter sandwich. Oh my God. The one without crust. Yeah. Yeah. And like Will immediately starts talking about his personal life, which to me is a red flag. Yeah. A red flag. Because like... He's looking for... He's looking for something. Yeah. Because he's talking about Terry and how she's not, like, full of joy anymore. And I'm like, dude, that's what you hap- are... That's what happens when you marry your high school sweetheart. Yeah, and, like, you're sending hella mixed signals to Emma right yeah, now. Yeah, fuck that. Like, Will, you're shitty for that. He's so shitty, and he... And this is also when Rachel and Finn start flirting with each other. True. Because they're in line mm-hmm. for the for the snack and stand. And Rachel says, you know, they see us as an item. We're both the leads. Yeah. Lead vocals. And then and then she says she says, You're very talented. Really? Yeah, I should know. I'm very talented too. Oh uh, my god. Rachel Barry. She is so bold with him he she really is i'm like i I give her props i give her i give her a round of applause for being so just like out there yeah and they start hitting it off and then we cut to emma and will eating their sandwich yeah and it's just like honestly season one emma and will is painful yeah really Cause he is so—he's really shitty to her. Yeah, he's so clearly dragging her along. Yeah, and like, yeah, is so clearly leading her on. It's painful. Yeah, and he doesn't stop it. She—he encourages her. He encourages her. He like—he likes the attention. It's pretty shitty. He says, like at the at the end of the episode when he is about to leave McKinley. Yeah, he is like, oh, accounting is sexy. Like it's supposed to entice her. It's like, Yikes. dude, don't flirt with her. You're, yeah. you're married and you're going to have a baby. You're going to have a baby. Like fucking chill out, dude. Yeah. He leads her on so much. It's really bad. And then she, when he wants to quit, she shows him the video of him at nationals. Well, also, he is about to quit. He's about to quit. Yeah. And then he sings, leaving on a jet plane. Oh, my God. 
And then that we... That shit. That we, shit. We cut to... We cut to Emma in the courtyard drawing hearts around his yearbook photo. I'm sorry. Is she in middle school? Right. Is she a 13-year-old girl? Yeah. Like, no. She is a grown woman. She's a grown woman. And, like, I did that. I drew hearts around. I did that in elementary school. Right, right. I did. I drew hearts around my, like, elementary school crush in the yearbook. Uh But then I stopped because my sister found it and was like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And then I instantly felt so embarrassed that I stopped. Yeah. But for her... As a, I'm guessing, 35-year-old woman uh-huh. to be drawing hearts around this man's face in Yikes. a yearbook Yikes. is, yeah, like, oh, boy. Yeah. It is, her crush on him is kind of, like, it is. It's kind of sad. It is. It's kind of middle school girl sad. And it's especially sad because she, like, she jumps at the bit. For everything, like when yeah. they, when Will puts up the sign up sheet for, oh yeah, for the chaperones yeah, for the club, she, she immediately signs up, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh boy, you're like really in love with him. You're really trying to do anything to be close to him. This is sad. It's depressing. It really is. I, poor Emma. I know. It's really sad. It is. And then, Will tries to leave, but she reels him back with the. What do you think is important? Money or dreams? Ew. Yeah. Your dreams being high school. Well. Like high school glee club. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he wants to leave because Terry is pregnant. Right. And he's like, I have to provide for my family. Ew. <laughs> Which is like, okay, I guess. I have to have a better paying job. And. I have to be an accountant. And she is like. But what values are you showing to your kids? Like money or something you're actually passionate about? And then he gets really emotional over high school, which is... I'm sorry. Your prime was your high school nationals? Your prime was when you were 18 or 17? Yeah. That's fucking crazy. That's sad. That's sad, Will Schuster. Yeah, come on, Will Schuster. (laughs) Come Come on, on, bud. (laughs) Come on, buddy. Like, get something going for yourself. Well, I think that brings us to the end of the episode. Because Mr. Shu sings that song, and he stays with Glee Club. But we have to talk about Don't Stop Believin'. Oh my god, how could I forget? Because we have to unpack. We have to fucking unpack that whole shebang. Will says that he's leaving. And then he comes into the auditorium. And and they're rehearsing. Well, but Finn is at football practice. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm going to be a football player. Right. And then um, Puck is like, well, to bring you back into the world of the normal. Of the toxic masculinity. Yeah, we've got a surprise for you, bro. And it's already in a porta potty. How could I forget this? And then Puck is like, we got that wheel, we got that wheelchair kid in there. We're gonna flip it. Oh my god! And reasonably, Finn says, um, "That's kind of fucked up." Yeah, he's like, "No, uh, we can't, we can't tip a wheel, a kid in a wheelchair over in a porta potty." Yeah, we can't kill we can't, this. We can't suffocate this kid in a wheelchair with shit. Yeah, we can't murder this boy. So he's like, "Um, can you take him out?" Mm-hmm. And so they take him out, and then 
Finn gives a speech about like, I'm going to do something that I really love doing, which is Glee Club. I'm not going to be the loser that doesn't get out of this town. Yeah, because we're all losers. <laughs> but too bad Finn dies. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't get out of the town because he dies. <laughs> oh my God. Well, the first, yeah. the first dead, the first Finn, dead joke. Finn joke. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Well, he's like, no one, like, everyone in this town is a loser, so I don't care if I'm a loser. And I'm like, okay, dude. (laughs) And he goes to the auditorium, and somehow Rachel, Kurt, Artie, Tina, and Mercedes are already there. Because I guess it's, like, time for glee practice. And Finn is, like, coming back in, and Rachel's like, what are you doing here? Oh, my God. And he's like, I'm staying in the glee club. And <laughs> and then they, like, devise this whole plan where Finn... <laughs> where Finn... <laughs> where Finn is like, um, Mercedes, you can do the costumes, right? And she's like, hell yeah, I can do the costumes. And then... He's like, Rachel, you can do the choreography. She's and, a little white girl. She yeah. can't do the choreography. And then he's like, and I've got the music. And, and then he pulls out Don't Stop Believing yeah. by Journey. <laughs> and then when they perform Don't Stop Believing by Journey, Rachel's innovative, stellar choreography is them walking 10 feet, turning towards each other and singing. <laughs> And then turning towards the audience, extending their arm, and then walking back ten steps. Like, the choreography for that number is fucking insane. It's awful. It's Finn and Rachel, like, walking circles around each other. Yeah, and just doing the lead vocals. Right. And it's not, like... And and suddenly everyone from the cast is in the auditorium. Oh yeah, Puck comes in, and so does the Unholy Trinity. Right? Because yeah, they're both watching in the auditorium. Yeah, like uh, Sue. Oh, Sue is watching. Sue yeah. Santana, who hasn't had a line yet. Santana's yeah. completely silent in the pilot. And Quinn, nothing. Brittany's not there. Brittany's not there. Yeah. So it's Santana, uh, Sue, and. Quinn in yeah. the in the upper balcony of the auditorium. Uh-huh. And then Puck is also there. And then uh-huh. Mr. Shu is like coming through the back yeah. from the hallway. And he's getting all emotional. Yeah. Over this like routine that's just them walking around. Yeah, it's really, really mediocre. Yeah. Like really nothing special. And apparently Kevin mm. McHale had to learn how to play fake guitar. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. Which is... Well, I mean, what else he's going to do? He's in the fucking wheelchair. <laughs> like, what else choreography is going to do? He's just going to got to play the fucking guitar. I don't know. He could do some arm shit. Yeah, some arm I shit. I don't fucking know what he can do. It's just so funny because, like, they, like, didn't know what to do with him because he could just do arm shit, oh, not the... Oh, God. Poor... Oh, Kevin McHale. No, Kevin McHale. Well, apparently, while they were filming the pilot, they would have to redo takes because he would keep, like, tapping his feet. Along with the rhythm of That's songs. That's so funny. I know. Bro, your feet aren't supposed to work. Your feet aren't supposed to move, Kevin. <laughs> but Will Schuster comes back and they sing Don't Stop Believin'. And then he's like, it's a nine, but it's going to have to be a ten to beat vocal adrenaline. They're not even close. They are. To beating vocal adrenaline. Based on 
rehab, which we saw earlier this episode. Right. They are miles away oh, from yeah. being even They're so bad. From being even close to vocal adrenaline. Yeah. And there are five kids. Yeah. That can barely sing. And the fact that Mr. Schuster was like, it's one point away from being perfect. I'm like, dude, what? There's no no way. Nope. They're not even. You're getting last place, bitch. Vocal adrenaline is so much better. Vocal adrenaline is so. Vocal adrenaline is better than them up until season three nationals. Right. Yes. They're never good until that routine yeah well because like vocal adrenaline is insanely synchronized yeah and their vocals are in are like whack i mean honestly the only thing that carries glee through seasons one and two is rachel and finn yeah well i think we're getting ahead of ourselves i know but like getting ahead of ourselves we're getting ahead of ourselves but like that is that is the fact it is true it is very true and so will schuster is like we're gonna need a 10 for regionals and then he says from the top and the episode ends. Right. We're at the end. My takeaway from the pilot is Quinn and Finn are both hot. Well, yeah. And that 2009 was what a time it was. What a time. We were in the recession. We were anti-weed. We were anti-gay. Yeah. You know, Glee was really before its time. It was. times. It was. Did they portray it appropriately? Not always. Well, I think they portrayed it. They didn't portray it appropriately, but I think they portrayed it realistically. Right. I think it was like the first exposure to how hard it was in high school for people who were gay or just a little bit different. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really like, I didn't even know what high school was even supposed to be like until I watched the show. Yeah. Because I didn't watch, I think this was the first thing I watched that was about high school. Yeah. Even though it's not even close to what high school is. It's not close to what high school is like, but it kind of gave me a glimpse at adult themes. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. having sex and doing drugs and Mm -hmm. getting drunk and being like gay. Like I had no idea what any of- Exploring. Like I had no idea what any of those things were like until I watched this show. Yeah. So was it a little early for us to experience that? Maybe. I mean, yes, but also like we grew up with the internet, so everything That's true. like we were exposed to everything too early. Yeah. Just but... the fact that we had access to the world of information. Mm-hmm. We know stuff way too young. Yeah. Like so of course we were exposed too early. We yeah. had the World Wide Web. Yeah. So and just, Glee. Yeah, we had the World Wide Web and Glee. <laughs> So it's just like the way that it was. Yeah. Even though the show is frequently clowned on and people make fun of it a lot. Like it was a big fucking deal. Yeah. Like I had never experienced anything like that. Nope. Until Glee. And even a little bit after that, I never experienced anything like gay or anything like that. No. Like this is very layered. Yeah. And even though it's, I mean, there are some moments that are not the best. It's still a good show. I mean, there are some lines of Glee that do not age well. No. Very, very bad. And, like, this was something that really... Because, you know, I grew up in a very conservative household in a conservative area. So this show really made me think that... Because, you know, I mean, I'll be the first to admit it that when I was younger, I was very conservative and very homophobic. But that's just how, you know, the area that I was grown up in. So when I saw this, I was like, maybe that's... You know, maybe those ideas are not right. 
you know maybe like that's not a bad thing it's not a bad thing to be gay yeah it's a very good thing it's a great thing and i just like it really opened up a lot of things for me that i don't think i would have had if not for that yeah so and like when when they're talking about like losing their virginity and getting pregnant i didn't even know that that could happen yeah like I'd, I, because our sex education uh, so bad. was so bad. Yeah, I didn't know that people could get pregnant in their teens until I saw Quinn Fabray get pregnant on Glee. Mm-hmm. Like I had no idea that that was a thing. I didn't think that was real. Then I got to high school and I knew that was real. Right, right. It, but but in middle school when I first started watching this, I was like, whoa, yeah, what the hell? Yeah, it was a huge deal. I mean, it's still over-exaggerated, but right. it's still a thing that happens. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, we've gotten a little off topic. Uh, <laughs> Talking about abstinence. That's the end of the first episode of the pilot. Wait, did you reveal your best outfit? Yes, I said Carol earlier with her Oh, denim. with her denim vest on denim yeah. jeans. Yeah, when they go through um, right, right, right. Finn, or Carol dating other people when Finn is a child. She has this full denim outfit that I'm just obsessed with. Yeah. And I would say the most offensive thing is just the, how many the times cripple. they call Artie a cripple. So yeah, many times. That's really rough. They're like, Sue literally says, well, you only have like, Half. Four students and a cripple. Like, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah, she's like, you have four and a half, including yeah. the cripple. And I'm like, bruh. Yeah. What the fuck? It's pretty crazy. It's so fucked. But that, yeah, that was mine um, as well. Best song? Well, actually, mine might be Rachel saying um, being anonymous is worse than being poor. Oh, yeah, that one's really Because it was during, like, two, the 2008 recession. Yeah. So that's really that's bad. that's mine. Is yeah. The most offensive is being anonymous is worse yeah. than being poor. And then best song? There's not many in this episode. No, there's not. I mean, I love, um, I really, really love Can't Fight This Feeling. Yeah. Like, it's just. I mean, like. Finn in the shower, just belting it out. Yeah, it's the start of him. It's the. It's the foundation of Finn. Yeah. Yeah. I would have to agree. I also do really like On My Own, just because, you know, that hits a part of me. Right. Um, And Leah Michelle is a really incredible singer. She really is. She's very talented. As much as she's awful. Even though we hate to admit it, Leah Michelle is talented. She really is. Well, tune in to our next episode. Maybe we won't get as off topic as we did today. I mean, (laughs) we probably will. Because like, we're yeah we're we're prone to go on tangents. Yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, tune in to the next time where we get drunk and talk about Glee. Next will be Showmance. Showmance. The first episode with a title, baby. Yep, we love it. We fucking love Showmance. We love it. All right. All right. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, also before we leave for real. One of my favorite things about season one is the acapella music. Oh, the background music. It's so fun. It just fun. fucking slaps. Um, it really slaps. So hopefully we'll edit some of that into this podcast. Well, we'll see how our editing skills are. That's true. All, All right. right. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>